Like that's the moment when I was like, he's hot. Women can't, women can't, women can't, women can't parlay. Hello. Hello. Welcome to our podcast. This is Women Can't Parlay. I'm Jess. I'm Rainy. Guys, 10,000 people have pressed play on this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) What? Oh, yeah. I have a... Oh, shit. Damn it. I was like, we have to, like, have a little silly. Because we did, because we were too lazy and exhausted last week. Yes. You got to tell me when we got a silly. I know, but I like to surprise you because I feel like it's a good surprise for you. Cheers. Welcome. Or I'll wait until you're back. But I always like to bring a second glass so I can cheers. I feel like (laughs) after we just like for 15 minutes talked about how I shouldn't. Well, this is this is actually gluten free. Is it? I think those are gluten free. Yeah, this is gluten free. Never mind. Yeah. So fuck Boom. it. Boom. High oh. noon. Well, cheers. Cheers. I know I feel like we've beat this dead horse, but like this is the official, oh, like we hit 10,000 listens last week. We didn't celebrate last week because we weren't prepared. This is our celebration <laughs> and our thank you to all the listeners. So yes. like I said, somehow, some way, 10,000 times somebody or multiple people have pressed play on this podcast and um that's 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 a lot I feel like yeah it is a lot and I would like to say welcome to um a friend of mine who is one of our newest listeners it, so um shout out to David thanks for listening oh hi David thank you welcome and also a sneaky shout out to one of our other super loyal followers. Um, I know everybody knows our other ones, but um, our girl M, she uh, she literally listens to every episode and like gives me the best advice. So, and she's a non-sportser. And oh, now really? she's a sportser. Yeah. Thanks, yeah. M. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. So Thanks nice. to everyone who listens. But yeah, we yeah. love being able to interact with our listeners. So if you do listen regularly, which I know there are, Many, many of you out there, I can see you. If you think I can't, I can that listen. <laughs> and we don't know who you are. So reach out, DM us. We're trying to really do a better job of like Twitter is just an easier platform sometimes yeah. for discussions and interactions. But we're really trying to ramp up like the Instagram and the TikTok because. I think that there's platform, like there's reasons for us to like expand on all platforms other than the obvious, but you know, I think we have, you know, there's certain listener bases on each of those and we want to reach all of them. Right. Like, what am I trying to say? Graph. uh, Well, I think you nailed it. There's, there's, I'm like, there's a word that I'm looking for that I can't fucking find, but um, that's, you know, what I said is the same thing, but yeah. Um, but yes, welcome one and all. And um, we appreciate anyone who listens, even if you hate us, like that's fine. <laughs> yeah. Like, even if you're just making fun of us, like that's cool. I mean, I, I would love to join in on that conversation as well. Yeah. We make fun of ourselves all the time. Nobody makes fun of me more than me. So <laughs> um, uh-huh. I, I can give you some good, good, good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which I was going to say, you know, who doesn't make fun of us, though? 
who dimers.com <laughs> oh my gosh what a what a segue i love it <laughs> <laughs> i know i'm very obvious in my segues um something cool about dimers.com we women can't parlay are presented to you by points bet dimers has teamed up with points bet for an exclusive offer for an exclusive <laughs> offer where for any new user who signs up who signs up with them and bets $50 will get a free Dimers hoodie. To claim the offer, just head over to the link on our page, dimers.com slash women can't parlay and click click on the point bets link. Points bet link. Y'all, this is hard. <laughs> Once you sign up and deposit $50, you will be able to claim your free Dimers hoodie. That's not all. New users who claim this offer will also be able to get two risk-free bets up to $2,000. So head to the link now to claim and support us and to pick up your new Dimers hoodie. Woo! Go Dimers. Go Dimers. Like D-I-M-E-R-S. Dimers, Dimers. Are the best. Yes. What up, y'all? High school yeah. cheer time. Woo! Go Dimers. I'm super excited to um, go to Nashville in a couple weeks and like be able to mobile sports bet so i'm really excited to like take advantage of some of our own platform incentives that i can't do in the state of fucking texas Uh so speaking of i'll get into some gambling later but while we're kind of on the topic if you are listening and you are a resident of florida or you know anyone who is a resident of florida right now there is a big push i think through the rest of january maybe there is a ballot petition going around right now you can find it probably on any of the major sports book websites like FanDuel, Barstool, DraftKings, all of them it's basically a petition to get sports betting on the ballot this year so if you are a resident or you know someone who's a resident who's 18 years or older and can sign this the petition please go do so or forward it to them because if you want legal sports betting in Florida, now's the chance to like push for that to get on the ballot sooner than later. So go find the petition. I know I've shared it on our Twitter before, but it's, I think you could easily find it with a Google search or a search in one of those sports books. You can only sign it if you're a resident of of Florida over the age of 18. So if you are, or you know someone who is, I would share that because we want sports gambling everywhere. Yes. The more and the more states like aligned with ours that yeah. legalize it, the better. Right. Exactly. Right? I agree. So no movement Which, really in Texas. Like it's looking kind of grim for now, but other states are certainly moving along and it's growing and growing. So at some point, I'm sure Texas will catch up because of all the money we'll be missing out on. But yeah, for now, we're still kind of in a waiting situation. Um, so yeah, go do that if you are or know someone in Florida. Train so beer. whatever. Train, Train beer. beer. Cheers. Anything else before we get started? I feel like I don't really have any like small talk. Seems like maybe there was like one thing I was going to bring up, but now I, for the life of me, don't remember what it was. I feel like everything I want to talk to you about is football related right now for one. I know, right? <laughs> we haven't really talked 
everything I'm everything I'm okay with the general women can't parlay public to hear. <laughs> yeah. Um, I do. I do remember what the one random topic was so we can, I'll ask it very quickly and then we'll move on. Have you fallen victim to this wordle craze? So I most of the time pride myself in like keeping up with trends and, you know, like TikTok, I was probably one of the first people in America to download that fucking app. Really? You missed an opportunity then. No, actually learning it and doing it is like two different things. I got on there and (laughs) watched videos. (laughs) But I'm here to tell you, I was last week years old when I even found out what Wordle was and that it was actually something people had been doing for like a fucking year. Okay. I didn't know people had been doing it for a year. I found out about it like two weeks ago too, or I had been seeing it and I just, I kept being like, what the fuck is this? And then finally about a week ago, I did it and figured it out. And now I'm like, I'm obsessed, obsessed. Yeah. So once, yeah. So I haven't started, but it, the plus side is it's only once a day, right? Like yeah. you get on there and you're like, yeah. you can, okay. So that's the one only word a day. Everyone has the same word. So there's like this unifying, like we don't fucking tell people the word thing Yeah. and you go on and you use the clues and you guess and like you either you have five tries and you either get the word or you don't get the word and then it's like the next day is a new word oh my god i love it do people cheat though can you like look at it oh i'm sure people cheat i mean i i the only way people could cheat is like if somebody tells you the word i guess and then like yeah i'm sure there's like apps that would help you process of elimination what no, I'm, I just need to look at it and see, cause yeah. I really understand once I look at it. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure there are ways to cheat and like, you remember like what was the words with friends craze? And there was like an app to help you like get, you know, it's cheating. Oh. No, because I like, it's physically impossible for me to cheat. Right. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. No, I um, would never cheat on something like that, but I'm certain there are people who do. Yes. Okay. Obviously. Well, no, I haven't started, but I'm going to, because once I found out it was only like once a day, I'm like, okay, I can't sit here for an entire 24 hours because I love a word game. Yeah, me too. I'm a big word game, puzzle Puzzle, game, whatever person. And yeah, that is the beauty of it is that you can't just sit there and play Wordle all day long. It's just once a day. Now, granted, if there's not already a fucking app for Wordle, I'm sure there will be soon where you can play all day. I'm going to pretend that's not a thing. Cause like I already yes. spent enough time not being productive. So like, fuck that. Yeah. But yeah, this is pretty manageable. And it's just funny. Cause like yesterday's word was so fucking hard. I'm like texting all my friends. I'm like, guys, it took me five tries. Like how <laughs> I'm like, how did y'all do, you know, which Damn. I've, I'm on a streak. Like I've never not gotten the word, but yesterday yeah. I came very close. Like five, Ooh. it was the fifth try. So- Okay. So what happens when you miss the word? You just, you didn't get it that day. I'm sure it'll tell you what it, what it, I don't know. I haven't had, it's not, I haven't experienced that, but yeah, like you have five tries. If you don't get it, then like your record is just like five out of seven or we know five out of six or yeah. whatever versus seven out of seven, like mine is right now. <laughs> humble brag, Jess. <laughs> humble brag, yes. Um, so anyway, Lame anyone out brag. there, if you're trying to keep up with the times, Wordle is the new thing heard around the block. And I highly recommend it, especially if you are into like word games and puzzles, which I absolutely am. 
Damn. Okay. Yeah. Just well, do it. I've only known about it for a week and I've been avoiding it for a week, but yeah, I'm, I'm I get it. I avoided it for like three days. And finally I was like, I have to check this out. Cause obviously anything that even set, like the fact that the game is called Wordle, I knew I was going to love it. Yeah. But anyway, we'll move on. We'll get into the shit that people actually care about, which is <laughs> the divisional round of the NFL playoffs, which obviously did not disappoint whatsoever. <laughs> Like not in, not even in one second. No, I mean, like disappointing. it's so crazy how this was probably without a doubt, the best weekend of football ever in life, just yeah. literally ever in life. Yeah. We all totally. were witness to it. Like, is this maybe like our, sorry for y'all having to go through COVID. Like here's something good <laughs> yeah. to make yeah. you feel better. I don't know, but like, holy shit. It. I think we'll just go in chronological order here because I think we'll kind of move through the first couple fairly quickly. And then the last yeah. two are probably a little more, but obviously the very last one was like the crazy one. So, yeah. but I think it just makes more sense because they were all great games. So like, we'll kick it off with Bengals Titans and just start there. Yeah. So I really thought the Bengals were going to pull it out, but I don't think a lot of people did. So I talked last week and I don't know, like, obviously I'm going to talk gambling throughout. I don't know if I'll save a lot of it for the end or just talk about it as we go. But I was very hesitant on this game because I, I felt like the Titans should win based on certain analytic measures, but it, this game scared me because a, the Titans haven't played as a full unit yet. Like since what, like week seven or something. Yeah. Yeah. And then the Bengals are just so confident right now. Like they just, they just truly have this, like this thing right now that it's like this swagger. Yeah. Like this, they just have this ambiance about them where they are just confident and it's very hard to like root against the, or not root against them. Rooting and betting are two different things. I ultimately bet the Titans here and obviously that was wrong because the Bengals not only covered, but they won, but I just, it's so funny because it's like, I still don't know that I bet the game wrong. You know, it's like, and that that's yeah. kind of true for a lot of these games. Like I'll get into it. I'm like, I feel like I bet the game, right. It's just, and the I know that sounds stupid, but it's just like, how do you fucking How does some, how does a quarterback, how does a team, I guess I should say, sack the opposing quarterback nine times and only give up one touchdown and still fucking lose? I know. That is an insane statement. Obviously, though, Tannehill didn't have like the best game. Mm, Yeah, I'd call it almost pretty not good. Yeah, I mean, I I don't think he had the greatest performance. And I think it kind of like started off with a pick, ended with a pick. Not yeah. a good look for him, but I don't know that Derrick Henry was necessarily a hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. He, don't he know. played okay and like had the touchdown, and I think there was yeah, a but lot I of think like what I feel like for the expectations that everybody was thinking, like there's so much hype around him, rightfully so, as there should be, but he's still coming off of an injury that he's been out for for a long time. Yeah. And to come back and like expect somebody to do like have a four touchdown game or some shit, which maybe not what they were looking for, but he's beast mode. So yeah. Yeah. I think, I don't know. 
No, I, I, it was a tough one. And I mean, obviously, like I said, it's just hard because of all, all that went into this game for the Bengals to win it. It's just crazy. I mean, yeah, credit to them. They're killing it right now. Like we said, they have this like very much this it factor. They're very confident, whatever you want to call it. The Titans interceptions was a big, big problem in this game. This started out a trend over the weekend of, you know, last second field goals. So the Bengals ended up winning, but they won on what was a walk-off field goal, which Evan McPherson, who is the kicker who was drafted this past season or this past draft. And people were like, what the fuck? When he got drafted, he also is like very confident because he said, before he, I know exactly he, what he said. Yeah. He yeah. Was, what what was his was exact like, line? He was like warming up on the sidelines, but I think he took like one practice kick and then went up to Joe Burrow and was like, huh, looks like we're going to the AFC championship or guess yeah. we're going to the AFC championship or something like that. And Joe Burrow himself was kind of like, what the fuck? Yeah. And then he goes out there and fucking nails the field goal. So it's like, well, he was right. But like, holy shit, the confidence is incredible. Yeah. But that's like what's oozing through this entire team right now. And I'm like, I just, it's amazing to me. Cause like, I mean, not to get too ahead of the schedule here, but like even in an outlook for next week, I'm like, I mean, I have my thoughts analytically, but then it's like so hard to, there's so much of me. I mean, I'm rooting for the Bengals. Like, don't get me wrong. Like I would love to see the Bengals keep going. I love this. I love this team. I love this for Cincinnati. I love this for the Bengals and their fans. I love it for Joe Burrow. Like I'm, I'm obsessed with Joe Burrow now, like as is every other human, but it's like, it's just like, how long can this keep going? But yet it still keeps going. So I totally agree. And I feel like, and who knows what'll happen because obviously the teams left are insane. So what you're saying about like their swagger or their energy or whatever's happening with them. Like there, I don't know. There are some years where there's a team that you're like, what is happening? And like, yeah, we're watching there's this just thing something about and, like, this, team. their confidence and their like, whatever that they're feeling is translating on the field. Right. So right. all this shit's happening off field. It's translating onto the field. And we're watching like, this crazy shit when they weren't like amazing this season, but like their shit, I keep saying trending up. I can't stop with that just because it nothing it's else accurate makes sense to me. It's a, no, it's but, not an accurate. Yeah. Statement. So I feel like everybody's so down on them, like this next weekend playing the chiefs. And I'm like, you guys forget that they already beat the chiefs this year. And while the chiefs are a completely different team than maybe they were when they played the Bengals the first time. No, they you know, did. That's one that's, Honestly, not to interrupt you, but like, that's one thing that I hate is that they did already beat the Chiefs this year that I'm like, oh, that makes me really lean Chiefs going into this game. I know. I know. And, and I agree. And obviously like Chiefs are my second team, but there's just something about watching. And I know like Joe Burrow is hating the narrative of being the underdog. Right. But unfortunately they are kind of like with him being like, young in the league and like being hurt last year and all this shit. Like they're not an old team. They're not the green Bay Packers. They're not the, Bucks. Oh, they're a very young and fresh team. Right. Absolutely. Right. So I'm like, as much as you hate that, like 
I don't know yeah. that it's a bad thing to be the underdog right I now don't. and let it keep, let it keep, keep motivating you off and doing what you're doing. Exactly. So how dope would it be if they pull this one off this weekend? Yeah, I would love it. I'm just telling you right now, like from a betting standpoint, I'm going to hate it because. Oh, fuck. Yeah. I can't. I, and again, we'll probably get into this more later, but like looking ahead, it's such a rat line. Like it's yeah. such a trap. And again, they only won by a field goal, which I'm not taking away from it, but it's just like the, the Titans could have also won this game very easily. And that's what you have to remember. And I also don't want to take away from the Titans in that they were number one in the fucking AFC for a reason. I mean, they obviously were above some of these other teams that are also very, very good. So it's like, I mean, credit to the Bengals for beating them. And I think Joe Burrow and this team, they're not going anywhere. Mm -mm. Whether they win against the Chiefs or not this year doesn't matter. They are, as far as I can tell, barring injuries and whatnot, they're going to be around for a while. Like they are are comfortable Cincinnati because they're about to start getting used to some wins. I couldn't agree more. And I also like, just want to throw this in there. I have this weird thing in my head where now, like, I think Joe Burrow's spirit animal is like, what was that suit? Like Joe camel. (laughs) I think that's his like spirit animal. The the cigarette camel. Yeah. But like with a cigar, like a Joe camel, was it Joe camel or Joe cool? Or was that the same thing? Oh, I don't remember Good question. I I just like, I see him as like that character, but like in just in human form. Yeah, I agree. And there's like Um, so much of like, I feel like so many people love him and I'm, I'm in love with him, but like, there's so much of about him that I see that I'm like, I should hate that. Like that, like from like, like, like just his whole thing, like his whole, there's so much that from a, just on paper standpoint would scream douchebag and yeah. I'm just like entirely obsessed with it. I think America you're like, you're like, I'm going to ignore that. I'm ignore the red all flag. the red flags as I normally do. <laughs> um, but um, I just think it's funny. I think it's funny how much I, and maybe I'm wrong. Everyone chime in. I feel like just America is in love with Joe Burrow. And I'm like, I get it. I'm on this page, but like when you see some of the things he does and says, I'm like, shouldn't we be hating this guy? I know. Like, why did you say that that way? Or yeah, I don't I've, know. Yeah, no, I think that's but actually. I'm loving it, and I I love I love the way he plays. Like he's so just not afraid to get hit. Like he's very aggressive and everything, and and I love it. Like I'm I'm all over it. So Jess loves Joe Burrow. I just love like what he's doing I agree. on the field, I but I, I off the field too. Like I I'm, I'm here to like hand up. I'm, I'm liking it a lot. <laughs> I'm loving it. Um, well, anyway, we'll move on. Uh, like I said, Bengals move on there. Titans are going home, which I feel like ultimately is good for me because as much fun as it sounds like it would be to like celebrate the Super Bowl in Nashville yeah. with the Tennessee Titans being <laughs> In the Super Bowl, I'm kind of secretly glad that I don't have to deal with that shit show. I was kind of getting scared of fucking what if my hotel gets canceled? Like, what if, you know, just all of the things like I don't like flights, like everything. I don't want to deal with it. 
Well, and you and I both know already that Nashville's a fucking shit show. So right, right. So I'm like, secretly like kind of relieved, but I would have dealt with it. I would have had fun either yeah, way. But I'm kind of like, okay, well, at least we don't have to deal with that now. Yeah. So moving on, 49ers, Packers. Just saying, I guess the 49ers are still undefeated in beating Aaron Rodgers in the postseason. Yes. Yes. So what up? Um, hand up, credit to me. I just want to remind everyone that just as <laughs> I uh, predicted last year that the Steelers would not do anything much in the postseason, I wow. also called it and I said, I don't really see the Packers going to the Super Bowl, but I you did. really thought that they were going to make it to the next round and then lose. But I just want to say, I said that on the couple podcasts ago that I just am calling it that I don't see the Packers going all the way. You did. But I do feel like I am, I am out on an island somewhere w- alone in my thoughts about the 49ers because they well, are, are just like thoughts? the, I mean, in my mind, they are just like this little engine that could. Or this like cockroach that like won't die. And like, I just feel like everyone else I hear is just talking them up. Like really, they're this amazing team. And obviously like, again, I don't want to take away from what they've done. Like what they've done is impressive. And maybe this is me Cowboys bias or something that I just am oblivious to. But I see these two wins as like they escaped a loss. Not that they won the game. No, fair. I agree and disagree because I also have the mentality of like, okay, you beat us. I'd rather see you go to the Super Bowl than anybody else. Cause at least that right. means like we lost to the best team. Right. Yeah. But that is. A, yeah. We talked about that last week and that is a good way to look at it. I have to, or I'll go insane. But I also am one of those people that gets weirdly too attached to my fantasy players. Debo Samuel, I'm never going to get over his talent. He's fucking insane. But I do agree with you. I do think they are a little engine that could, and they somehow keep scraping by, but I don't know how. And I, you made a comment in our notes about like them being banged up and they truly are. Yeah. They they, got a little fucked up. They were banged up going into this game and now it's even worse, which I will say too, like to go back just because I don't want to get hated on for like not saying this. Their defense is good. Their defense did amazing and shut down Aaron Rodgers, shut down the Packers. So I don't want to take away from that. And I knew going into it, like that the defense was going to match up with the, with the Packers. I say the word well, but what I mean is like, I knew they were going to have the Packers. What am I trying to, how am I trying to like verbalize this? Like their defense was going to give the Packers a hard time. And I knew that going into it, but I just felt like, Ultimately, I thought the Packers would win hands down, like no problem. And then I'm sorry, like Aaron Rodgers decides to choke. Well, exactly. Packers choke. Agreed. And that's the thing. I mean, well, first first and foremost, uh, 49ers defense, Nick Bosa. (laughs) (laughs) Period. (laughs) Right. Um, Yeah, he's a beast and extremely sexy. But beside the point um i just think grops is just pretty attractive myself well, yeah that's just that's a super obvious thing i know <laughs> but i'm just like the like the more i've seen him over the past couple of weeks i'm like shit y'all dude it's annoying it's kind of like how did you just get hotter like yeah what happened i know i agree based everything 
But besides all that, yes, I think that like blocked punt wouldn't have been, I mean, there's yeah. just so many different scenarios where I was like, if this would have happened, if they would have just fallen on the ball instead of running it in, or if they would have fumbled that pickup or like whatever the fuck, if Aaron Rodgers threw to anybody besides uh, Devonte Adams, then the game yeah. could have gone differently in yeah. a lot of different ways, shapes or form. Right. And, and, and we do like have to specifically call out the Packers special teams. Obviously they had many of these blunders being the block kick situation. I think the final field goal there that were the 49ers won, apparently there was like only 10, yes, there were 10 only men 10 on the field. Green Bay Packers on the field. Yeah. So, I mean, there were certainly special team issues and I think going into it, they've always had those issues, but I also don't think it's fair to put all of this on special teams because you have Aaron Rodgers, who is the reigning MVP, the what number two quarterback of the league, supposedly he should like, there should be more offense happening and there wasn't. So like, although I'm not going to take away that there are obvious opportunities with their special teams, I don't think it's fair to put it all on them. I don't. And I, I think I agree. I think there's this narrative about Aaron Rodgers, and I think he's a great quarterback, but like Something's he's kind of like had a few situations now where it's like he has won games on his own. Yeah. So like, right. Yeah. It's it's Which is an a lot of pressure. Right. And then there were, you know, going into the game too, I also talked a lot about like the game being in Lambeau and being 19 degrees and it's snowing. But when you start to look back at the recent history, where Lambo used to be like, you know, the place where teams go to like die in the die. cold. They're really not so hot at home anymore. No, in the they've cold. lost like the, like they've lost like seven playoff games in the last home, like yeah. home playoff games in the last, like since Aaron Rodgers has been there or, so, or yeah. like in the last 10 years or yeah, something. Something like that. There's a stat. Yeah. Don't come here for the facts, but yeah. But yeah, no, the block kick tied it up and then another walk-off field goal here in this game, which is utterly insane and like just so crazy how similar the first game and this game were. And like I said, I mean, maybe at the end of all this, I'll eat my words on the 49ers, but I feel like so many people are just on the 49ers right now. And I just look at them and I just think, I I don't feel like they are as good as their luck is running out. Yes. Yes. Like that's kind of the best way to put it, which a couple funnies, the kicker is, is the bears ex kicker. Yeah. Robbie gold, Robbie gold, which is hilarious considering like the whole Aaron Rodgers like still <laughs> owning the, bear. the bears shit talk. Yeah. And then Jimmy G at the, you know, old Garops oh, at the yeah. end being like, fuck the Packers. I was like, no love you even more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Perfectly. Played. Like that's the moment when I was like, he's hot. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, awesome. Um, and I don't know if this is accurate, but like there, I feel like I read, or I've been hearing swirlings that like trailing, they're like discussing if they're going to have to use Trey Lance or something for next week because of how beat up they are. Oh yeah. I mean, it would, I don't think it would hurt. They got to figure I mean, something out. Yeah, it certainly needs that, to be on deck. Yeah. Cause I don't even know that a healthy 49ers could beat the fucking Rams bullshit right now. So <laughs> yeah, know. I'm kind of on a Rams high. So that's amazing. I know. I know. Uh, we'll, but um, yeah, we'll get into the outlook, I guess later, but yeah. yeah. 
certainly just personally, I just don't see it, but here they are proving me wrong week after week. So I know, I guess I got to get over it. I don't know, but I just, I can't imagine how they're going to continue doing this, but whatever. Yeah, I mean, I think it'll be an interesting game and I hope it's still a good game, but I, I mean, I am semi with you on this. Like I, I'm not, not rooting for them and I don't see them for sure losing their ass, but it could absolutely happen. The only, the only thing I have tying me to rooting for them, quote unquote, is the whole, like they beat the Cowboys. So we should want them to win, which is a valid thing, but I just, it's so hard for me to root for the 49ers. And I just don't, I get it. I don't think that they can do it. Like, I just don't see them being able to pull it off. Yeah. Just talking to the Aaron Rodgers like playoff games and blah, 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 like and the special teams and the defense, like. He's had, I think, one top, t- like top ranked defense since he's been a Green Bay Packer, and that one year they won the Super Bowl. Oh, interesting. So, Do you think he'll be back with the Packers? I don't. For some reason, I don't. I don't know. I put uh, this poll up, and it was like ninety percent of people said no, he won't be back. Which I, I tend I to lean that way either. too, just because of the drama and the continued failed success, I guess. Is that what you want to call it? Like obviously getting, I mean, I think all of this goes without saying like making it to the playoffs is successful in its own right. So like, I want to be careful about how this comes across, but obviously the ultimate goal is like winning the Super Bowl, much less like the AFC or NFC championship, da, 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 da. Obviously making it as far as they did is something to be said, but at the end of the day, you know, it doesn't matter when you don't bring home the bacon. So I just feel like after last year and this year being very similar stories of like having an amazing season and then coming up short in that, in, in the way that they have, yeah, I just feel like he's too old to be rebuilding. Yeah. A hundred percent. And there's no, there's, I feel like they have a, a somewhat of a foundation, but I don't know that they have the wherewithal or like the resources or the cap to get there, you know, like yeah. not next, you know, like, I don't know. So then it's like, so he kind of has like three options that are on the table. And I think he talked about this at, on Pat McAfee. It's, you know, retire, it's continue with the Packers or it's go to a new team. And he definitely said like, he's not leaning any certain way. His only thing that he really said was like something I absolutely won't do is retire and then come back. Yeah. So I don't know what he's thinking, but I weirdly, if you had to, if you asked me today, like gun to head, I feel like he, he will likely explore other options. I don't know that he wants to come back to the Packers, but there's also a part of me that feels like he may want to retire there. Yeah. He may just retire there because like, I don't know what team he's going to go to where it's going to be much better. And he has like, he has like that Devonte Adams, you know, relationship and that Aaron Jones. And yeah, yeah. he has these like this dynamic with these current people that I, I think is hard. You know, you can't just like rebuild that, but some of them are on, some of them are also up for, free agency this year and stuff too. So like, I don't know. I think it's a big question, but a lot of people do not think he's going to return. I am. I'm kind of all over the place. 
I don't really have a gut feeling on it yet because, because I don't know. Like, I think he's mostly about the money to be honest, but I don't blame him for it at this point because you're, he's not young. All right. He's what's he going to do? Go, go to the Broncos who have like, well, they have some people, but you know what I mean? Like go to a team that like is still kind of rebuilding too. Yeah. Well, anytime you completely, anytime you completely move to a new team, I mean, that's rebuilding in its own right. Totally. It's a different situation. Like you can move to a new team and have the talent and make it work, but you don't, you're, there's like this fear of the unknown that you don't know what you're getting into. Right. So there is a, there is a weird part of me that feels like he might just rest on his laurels and like stay with the Packers just because he feels like it's the easiest option but after all the drama and everything and i don't know i don't know i can think about it though what you just said makes me think of something that is very aaron Mm -hmm. rogersy this would make it even more dramatic that he's like i don't know i'm just gonna take some time to decide what i want to do and he does have those three options yeah which are very much like everybody's on pins and needles like oh shit what's he gonna do and it's either gonna be there's news that people are wanting him and they're offering him money or trades or whatever Mm -hmm. or he just retires in this offseason which i don't see happening or he goes back but when will he tell us and make that decision will it be a day before training camp maybe he said on pat mcafee from what the little that i listened like i'm pretty sure he said a, he would announce it on Pat McAfee's show, which I find interesting. And B, he said, like, he's not planning on delaying his delaying his decision because he knows that his decision impacts other people. And like, oh, it's wow. a, so I felt like that was a really honest and like, oh. like, I, I respected that answer in that. Me too. You know that, so hopefully that's true. But I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. What if he? What if Tom Brady retires and the Bucks hire, uh, pay him, and then they win a Super Bowl next year? I'll fucking quit the NFL. (laughs) So will I. (laughs) But I'm just saying. I'm like, what if that fucking happened? No, I can't. I can't. I can't have that. Um, I know. Let's just let's even yeah, move on. Yeah, we got to move on. Anymore. Speaking of the Bucks, yeah. the next game, Rams oh. Bucks, another uh, yet again amazing game. Ugly, ugly first half for the Bucks yeah. here. I mean, the only the only side bet I took this weekend. Somebody told me that Tom Brady will win the Super Bowl because they can't bet against him, and I said, I bet he doesn't. <laughs> I said, I bet he doesn't even make it past this fucking round. Nice. Yeah. Uh I am just I've been burned by Tom Brady before. So it's very, very difficult to bet against him in the postseason. So I did not do that. I took the Bucks here minus three. And I'm sorry, I'm gonna say it again. It's like this is why I don't even feel bad about that bet because yeah, look what happened. I know Tom Brady somehow once again. <laughs> He's done it before, but does anyone remember the 28-3 Super Bowl? Yeah. Like this was what 25 to 3 or some shit. Like he's done this before and he did yeah. it again. The only problem is that he just he gave the other team too much fucking time. Like, yeah, which was exactly what went through my head when they when 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 Leonard Fournette scored that touchdown when everyone, you know, that 
nobody was ready for. Everyone thought they were just going to get the first down, and then they ended up scoring a touchdown. I looked at the clock, and there's 42 fucking seconds left, and I was like, I mean, obviously you want to get the touchdown. Like, you can't get too ahead of yourself, but that I couldn't believe Tom Brady being him who he is like yeah. let that happen even like yeah. I, you know what I mean? I mean well and that sounds stupid probably but I know obviously I mean, you though. get the touchdown you got to get the touchdown but like 42 seconds left I was like holy shit that's a lot of time and the Rams were playing great I mean they had a great game they just like obviously kind of had a little bit of a a little bit of a choke session in the second half, but <laughs> yeah. people who are talking shit about Matt Stafford need to stop because Matt Stafford had nothing to do with that, with that nothing. Yeah. Like, he played an excellent game and he did what he yeah. was supposed to do. It's the defense that fucked this up at all. Like yeah. the reason Tom Brady got back into that game is because of Tom Brady and who he is not because of Matt Stafford. So like, I, I just want to make that very clear, but like I said, I was very surprised at how much time they gave the Rams at the end. Obviously, it was too much time because uh, for the third game out of four, we had another walk-off field goal situation. Yeah. Last second field goal to win the game, and the Rams are moving on, and Tom Brady has been dethroned for the 2021-2022 season. He will not be taking home another Super Bowl title this week, this year. Thank God. I know that's what I say. And I have some friends that, um, really wanted, like I got home and like Cooper cup caught that like wild long ass pass or whatever. And I was like, which how do you stoked dude? I don't know. He's another fantasy player of mine that I'm so like attached to. Yeah. But I was like getting so pumped. I'm like, Oh my gosh. Okay. Like they are going to do this, This but they ended up winning and blah, blah. And Haas was kind of like, kind of wanted the bucks to win. And it's for the history part of it, right? Like we're yeah. watching Tom Brady and like do history and like, yes, that would be crazy if he got another Super Bowl. But like, how crazy is it that Matt Stafford has and Odell Beckham Jr. for that? Yeah. Have both just gotten now their second playoff wins in their entire history in the NFL. That is history as well. Right. Like if they could go on their first playoff win and win a Super Bowl that same year, that would be fucking dope. And I just, I don't know. I'm a Matt Stafford fan and I think he's been underrated and has oh. to deal with some bullshit yeah. and he's from Dallas. <laughs> so oh, I'm like, yeah. and, I, and yeah. I'm just one of those people that's like, I'm just not uh, Tom Brady. He's obviously an amazing quarterback. There's yeah. no denying that. I'm just like, yeah. I'm just never going to like openly root for him because it's just too much. Like I just am like, I'm, I'm, I'm a big, like I'm going to root for the underdog person here. And Tom Brady is not that. I agree. And I feel like too, it, like I sometimes almost feel hypocritical it like in saying stuff like that, because I don't want participation trophies, right? Like I don't want, well, he's already had enough. So let someone else win. I just think the best team should win. And I think that game and this season, at least this second half, the Rams are a better team. Right. So Yeah, absolutely. I mean, if Tom Brady's the best, I think he should win, but I'm not going to root for him when he's won eight fucking Super Bowls. Like I'm just not, he's won more Super Bowls than any actual team has ever franchise has ever won. That's ridiculous. So like, yeah, yeah. if he keeps doing it, he keeps doing it, but it's going to be to my like detriment. Like I'm not going to yeah. like it. I don't want right. that. Agree. Also, I think, I think it's interesting because people always, 
especially in these moments, like to talk about how lucky Tom Brady is. And, you know, we kind of talked about that a lot last year. Like I get that there are moments and there are things that happened throughout his career that you could argue like, Oh, this one thing would have changed, you know, this, this, and he wouldn't have had this super bowl and that, but I'm kind of over the whole, like Tom Brady's lucky thing. Now yeah. I think that you can argue that like, you can say he's lucky and still good. And, and I think that makes a lot more sense, but I just, even watching that game, I'm like, how can you watch this and say any of this is luck? Yeah, totally. He went out there and like made that happen and did work. And he just has this uncanny ability to like really focus. And like it, it must, his attitude and his like stuff must just then envelop other people or something. Like, I don't know. I not only is, what you're saying true in my mind, but also in my opinion, he is a obviously not washed up, but he's a, he's this era of quarterback playing with the new era of quarterback, right? Like he's the millennial <laughs> uh, two trying or to three times over. Yes. Yeah. That's insane. And by that, I mean like he's like third generation quarterback in the NFL and we have like five, six and seven generations playing, meaning like the Josh Allen, he is not mobile obviously Josh Allen is, I mean, Tom Brady. So it's like, he's doing the things that he's doing and not being mobile. He's fucking standing there. Yeah. No. Yeah. He's absolutely like a statue in the pocket, but now he gets the ball off so fucking quick. And that's amazing. And like, he's, I think he's developed this like new sort of he's adapted. Yeah. Yes. That's the best way to put it. And he makes it work. And I think that's just another thing that you can like credit to Tom Brady. Like, these are not the type of quarterbacks that you see winning now in a days, but like yet yeah. he continues to do it. So like, yeah, that's another just like amazing way that Tom Brady like outshines everyone and like really digs into certain semantics of how things mm-hmm. need to be done for him in order to win. Unfortunately yeah. fell short, but again, another close game where it's like, all of these games, one play shifts who wins this game. Like, seriously, totally. it's it's crazy. Do you think Tom Brady is done? Uh, I think it's up to Giselle. Oh, really? So I just know that he said a bunch of shit last year about how, like, grateful he is, obviously, for Giselle and his family for, like, allowing him to do this right. for as long as he has and to, like, up and move even though obviously to me, Florida is better than like living up there in the cold. Oh yeah. Um, That was a big thing for all of them. Yeah. So he had made some comments about that. So then this year, his whole message was like, we're going to talk about it. Like, it's not just up to me. It's up to my wife. And, you know, she sacrificed a lot to get us here. And Mm -hmm. it's a family conversation basically, which I incredibly respect because it's not like he started yesterday. Like he's been doing this for a long time. So I don't know. I actually, I feel like I'm blank on that too. Like I could see him coming back for a year to like help mentor whatever other quarterback they fucking have that I have no idea, honestly. And I could see him retiring. Yeah. But I don't think he's done. I, I I was calling it now. I don't think he's done. I think that he just, I don't know that he can stop. And at least not right now. Like had they won the Super Bowl this year, I think he would have, I think he would have stopped. But oh, I don't think he's ready to like hang it up yet. I could be completely wrong, but I I yeah. don't think so. And I think just in the in the way 
that they lost to is just going to feed his desire more. Yeah. Because it, was, it, because it was so attainable. Like had they played the second half, like they played the first half and just lost pretty bad. I might have a different opinion to where he's like, maybe it's time or something, yeah. but I, yeah. I don't think he's done. No, no. Good point. And we'll see. I mean, I don't know when he'll make that decision either, but I do think you make some good points. And while I think his family is very important to him and his decisions, I don't know that she would either be like, yeah, you're fucking done now. Whatever. I think it's a, uh, I'm sure it's like a, a decision they'll make together. Yeah. And if he wants to continue, I don't think she's going to hold him back from that. Yeah, I agree. We'll see. Yeah, Ooh. I know. Yeah. Um, another quick note on this one. Obviously the Rams are moving on because they won and defeated the Bucks with Tom Brady in what was very theatrical fashion. Another, like we said, walk off field goal third out of three out of four. Um, but another fun food for thought is, um, how crazy is it going to be if the Rams do get to the Super Bowl? Oh yeah. And it will be in LA. Well, assuming it doesn't move to Dallas, yeah. but we went how many years and there was never a Super Bowl where the home team or the the team that owns the stadium played in it. Yes. And it happened last year and they won. How crazy would it be to go back to back with the Rams that being in the Super Bowl and the Super Bowl being in LA? Just that's history. Wild <laughs> thought that I had. Yeah, um, it is watching crazy. this game, but yeah, Ooh, we'll see. I know, I know. Which I mean, and we didn't really get into a lot of the game stuff. The Rams looked great. Like I know, obviously, there are some opportunities that happen in the second half for them, and they need to work on that, but. I think they look really good. They can stay healthy and continue doing what they're doing. I don't know why they won't be in the Super Bowl. Right. Yeah. I agree. I feel like they'll definitely be in it, but that's just me. Um, Literally. I think it's anyone's game, but I I mean, yeah, we'll see. Yeah. I was just going to say, please tell me you saw Von Miller's haircut. Oh yeah. The, uh, the soul patch the soul patch on the back of his head. I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> it was hilarious. Yeah. But what a moment for Von Miller too. I really, like especially him. after his, like, I feel like what was a shocking, you know, trade and, you know, sometimes that just kind of happens, but yeah. then for him to have that game, I felt like was pretty cool. Also, uh, I haven't said this in a long time, but how cool are sports? Uh, like- yeah. I mean, that's what we all can just take away from this entire weekend is just there's just nothing better there's just nothing better than sports and this entire fucking divisional round is all the reasons why and like highlighted mostly by the next game that we're about to fucking talk about god can i take a breather hold on (laughs) i'm still not over this game no i I I don't think anyone's over this game except for maybe the Bills. It's arguably the best game I ever watched in my life. Oh, no doubt. I I don't know that. I don't know that I could like, there's a couple I have in mind. Some of them were like, like one of them was a high school game. So like, obviously nobody's going to know that, but like (laughs) arguably probably the best game I ever watched. Yeah, me too. Me too. Um, That could just be my, my mind, but (laughs) That is what it is then. Yeah. We'll see in 10 years if we remember this game and I'm yeah. sure we fucking will. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Bills, Ugh. Chiefs. 
the best game of all time. I I just have to say this because I feel like I just didn't want to forget this and I would have forgotten it had I not written it down based on everything that happened in the game. But I absolutely loved the opening drive of this game, the bills going all the way down the field and then deciding to go for it on fourth down. I loved, yeah. love, love that move. I love the aggression. The bills w- went into this game, wanting to win this game. And from that moment, I was like, Oh my God, I am love. Like I just, I feel like yeah. for some reason, personally, that was a major moment for me where I was like, yes, this is going to be a great game. I'm pumped for this game. I love the decision to go for it. I, it paid off and they scored. But even if they didn't, I still wouldn't have hated that decision because the Bills are not stupid. They've been in this situation now how many times? Yeah. And they know like if they want to win this game, they're going to have to be aggressive. And that's exactly what they did. And I just have to like comment on that. I agree. But yeah, other than that, this game is just very crazy we've got two of the greatest quarterbacks of all time I feel like against each other they are and I will tell you this one stat to just show everybody that doesn't know that both of these two MFers to your point that two of the best quarterbacks in the league both had 300 plus passing yards three plus touchdown passes zero interceptions and 50 plus rushing yards which yeah. is the first time this has been done in NFL history by opposing quarterbacks. Fucking insane. Yeah. No, I mean, it's just that was a master class of how to be a quarterback is what we yeah. watched on both on both sides. And I felt like both teams played really, really well. Few, very few errors. Like we said, no interceptions. I mean, I'm, I'm, there certainly were things like, like what sure. was that odd fucking option play where they like, gave the ball to um but they basically took the ball out of Mahomes's hands and like had them oh was it Blake Bell? Yes. I'm like, okay, yeah, that makes a lot of fucking sense. Like, yeah, when you're trying to win a fucking, you know, divisional round well, playoff yeah. game, let's take the ball out of your fucking MVP quarterback's hands. Like that makes a lot of fucking sense. Well, especially when like it's not like Mahomes was fucking up. Like right. I didn't need to shake anything up or do anything. Like call a different type of trick play or like some. Yeah, like, I I didn't love that, but play. I mean, I, I I didn't love that, and ultimately, like that was a really bad play for them in that moment. But obviously, they overcame it. But yeah. that was just kind of one of the things that I had written down that I was like, "What the fuck was that?" But yeah, certainly getting to the end, um, it was a fucking bloodbath. 25 points scored in just under two minutes of the game, um, which the last drive, the Chiefs having just 13 seconds left on the clock, the Bills had scored going up. Like I said, the Chiefs having just 13 seconds left to score, and somehow that was plenty of time for old Patrick Mahomes. Not enough time for Dak Prescott to... To not enough time for anybody to do anything, but Patrick Mahomes had enough time to go what 70 fucking yards, yeah. 75 yards, and score. Just really still bitter about that. Yeah, so then 13 seconds left. The Chiefs somehow managed to score, tying the game, which sent the game into overtime, which is really where things end up sucking relentlessly because the NFL overtime sucks 
And um, it is their own rules that screwed us all out of what could have been the greatest overtime of all times. (laughs) Because unfortunately, Josh Allen, for the first time this season, lost not only the opening coin toss, but this coin toss. He chose, he was like 8-0 in coin tosses until this game. Lost them both. Picks tails, heads wins, Chiefs get the ball first. And they go down and they score seven, which ultimately means they win the game. And Josh Allen does not even get a chance to do anything with the ball. Doesn't even touch the ball and loses. No, it makes me want to barf. So there's so much to talk about here in this game, I feel like. And I think one of them being the base, the the most obvious narrative that everyone's screaming right now, which is the NFL overtime sucks. And it does. I think there are some people who are kind of arguing, you know, this is the NFL, your defense should go out there and play defense. You've played a full four quarters, you know, blah, blah, blah. But I just think it's, I just need both teams to get at least one possession. That's where I'm at. Cause I do, I, I agree with that. Yes. Like your defense needs to go out there and do something, but also you're playing against Patrick Mahomes and vice versa. If that, if roles were reversed, you're playing against Josh Allen. Like, yeah. In that offense versus that offense. So, well, and yeah. I also think too, like as NFL becomes so much more like clock management and people are able to like figure out how to like fucking do this shit within 13 seconds, your defense is exhausted. They just ran a hundred plus yards, like in 12 seconds. I mean, it's like yeah. the, Like they're, they're exhausted, which I'm sure the offense is too. So maybe that's a bad take, but like, it's a little bit different. I don't know. I don't think it's a bad take because I think you're making a good point. And what I will add on to that is defense. So like offense gets all the praise, right? Because like they're doing all the flashy shit and blah, 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 which I love. I love football period. So I'm not talking shit about offense. I'm just saying defense is so underrated in the sense that y'all Offense knows what they're fucking doing. Defense is always reacting. Yeah, that's true. That is the hardest thing to me ever. These dudes are all just out there. Yeah, they have schemes and like plays, but like they're just guessing what's about to happen when the offense knows what's going to happen. So like being tired and also trying to figure shit out is a lot harder than when you're on offense. You do have specific things. I just think it's ridiculous. Like we've talked recently about like the ties in the NFL, which I think is so stupid. This is like second to that. It's so dumb to me that somebody that we can have the game that we watched on Sunday just to have it end in the way that it is like, again, Roger Goodell, what the fuck are you doing? I do not understand. And I think it was just as just very recently that they changed it to where the field goal doesn't just win you the game, which that went on way too fucking long. And I, I, I don't know if it was a direct result of this, but what was it two years ago or three years ago where this exact scenario, well, not totally exact, but basically this exact scenario happened to the chiefs, the chiefs lost to the Patriots yes. in overtime because of them not even getting the possession. And yep. they like really rallied to the NFL and petitioned the NFL to change the rules. And I'm so on board with that. And there's a lot yep. of people out there saying like, Oh, if, the Bills would have won this game. People would not be up in arms. I completely disagree. Disagree. I can only speak for me personally, who was rooting for the Bills this game, who 
I don't hate on the chiefs. Like I, I like Patrick Mahomes. I'm fine with the chiefs, but I'm also, again, I'm a big underdog person. The chiefs have won. They've won recently. They at least got the one super bowl, but they've had what three, four NFC or AFC championships. Now I'm ready for a new team. Like they're just not the team that I'm like on board with, especially when they're playing the bills. So like, yeah, I was team hashtag team. Like I want the bills to win. I would be saying the same fucking thing if the Bills won this game. It is ridiculous. Yeah. At least both teams should at least get one possession. I don't know. I don't I don't really care necessarily how the rules change. I don't know if you just add a whole nother quarter. I don't know. I I personally think maybe you go to college rules, although some people don't like that idea. And I get it. You can't go to college rules and start at the 25 in the NFL. You absolutely no. cannot do that. Start at their own 25. Back them up to their own 25. Do it that way. Make them go for two points every time. No more PATs. Like there are things that you can do or instead of a fucking coin toss, let's do like who has the better possession at the, or who has the possession at the end of the game. Well, yeah, like exactly. Like there's overtime. There's a lot of different things you could do to change it up. Like who had, you know, whoever had the most first downs or whoever has the better record or whatever, don't do a coin toss. Then like, I don't know, but regardless of what you change on all of those fronts, the one thing that has to happen is each team deserves a chance. Like this is, yeah, I totally agree. And the fact that we're even having this conversation is so dumb. Like we should be so past this. How many times does this need to happen before we fix it? Well, and how many other sports do we have sudden death? Like in soccer, we have, we have uh, well a lot of them have sudden death but the problem is they all have an they all have an option to get to be on offense or defense football is just it's different that's what i'm saying that's not sudden death then sudden death is what like exactly what happened on sunday that's no like like hockey hockey is sudden death but there's no like offense versus defense it's like it's like basketball like they have a shootout no, no, it starts a sudden death. And if they don't, if, if nobody scores, then it's a shootout. Then it's a shootout. Yeah. But well, the first but, but in overtime in hockey, hockey and basketball, right. And that's what I'm saying. Where you go back and forth all the time. Then yes. like football, where like the game literally stops to change possessions. Exactly. That's, that's like what I'm saying. Football. Like there okay. is sudden death in a lot of sports, but they're not comparable because it's yeah, because it's football up. is like, offense has the ball and it's very difficult to yeah. just like get the ball. I mean, it doesn't work in the same way. Yeah. Okay. Um, Makes sense. Yeah. So anyway, that has to change. And like, if there's another, if there's another petition, I'll sign it bills. Y'all just hit me up. Let me know. Like, yeah, same. I like, I feel like it's been in the forefront of a lot of people's minds, right? The whole tie thing, the whole overtime thing, but well, it comes up every so many be, games, every so many years. Like, yeah, but I just, I feel like we're finally, I mean, at least I'm finally at the point to be like that. Like, should we start a petition? I'll fucking start one. Like, this is so insane. It's well, insane the Chiefs did it. The Chiefs did it whenever they, the same well, thing happened to them. Like this was, was just two years ago. It has come up. Things have started. Yeah. But obviously nothing's changing. And I think yeah, that I don't part know why. of it, the fact that it's not changing has just finally gotten under everybody's crawl enough to be like, okay, well, what do we fucking do? Cause this right. is terrible. Yeah. So we just need to keep doing that to get this to change. Cause it's garbage. Yeah. Like 
under the current rules, teams that won the overtime coin toss in the playoffs have a 10 to one record. Yeah. It's stupid. I mean, it's, you're deciding the game based on a coin toss. Like that's what you're doing. Yeah. And unfortunately, Tails does fail and Josh mm-hmm. Allen picked Tails, even though he went eight no in coin tosses this year until this game, I know. which is so That's heartbreaking. It's just like, oh, I can't, I can't. And I've said it before on this podcast. I don't know of many other teams or fan bases who have had it as mm-hmm. rough and disappointing as Bill's fans. Like I will go to toe on that. Detriment, that. Right? What? Yeah, like the, the Cowboys are part of that. Yeah. He's given two back-to-back Super Bowls in the fucking 90s. Yeah, they they lost four consecutive Super Bowls. Two of those were to the Cowboys. And just, I cannot imagine losing four Super Bowls in a row. And they've still never got there. They've still never got one. Like, they've never, they're just now, for the first time since those days, getting the opportunity to even get this close. And it's like, the last three years, they have gotten to the playoffs. Like imagine being, and then people say like, whenever you talk about that, like, you know, talk about like them being the one of the worst they have, they're the fan base that has it the worst, which I'm sure there's others. And I'm not even talking big four. I just argue that in the bills are definitely up there, but people are like, well, at least they made it to the Super Bowl. I disagree making yeah. it that far. To just not winning winning is worse than being like the Detroit lions or like not making it at all. Yeah. Yeah, Like I'm, I I'm sorry. I completely disagree to get that close four times in a row and then not win. And now you could argue the same thing. They've come close now three postseasons in a row just to have it ripped away in very, very like, theatrical fashion dramatic fashion to where it's like they were this close this close yeah i can't i cannot imagine what it feels like we've had some disappointment but not nothing nothing compared to that like my heart breaks for bills fans um but going back to the game a little bit you know talking about the 13 seconds left there's been a lot of like speculation on like what they should have done, what they could have done differently. I know I've seen a lot of people talk about like they should have done a squib kick. That would have taken oh, time yeah. off the clock. And like, I think that's a good argument. Although you, then you on the other hand have to argue that like, depending on what goes down, you're giving the chiefs like really good field position there. My personal thoughts, again, I'm not a football coach. I'm not smart, like come at me, but I'm saying like, you tell your team, just go and like fucking take (laughs) Kelsey and Tyreek Hill out. Like, obviously I don't mean injure them, but I mean, not in a Sean Payton way. I mean, hold them. I mean, tackle them. I mean, take the penalty, just take the penalty Yeah, because at least you can take the five yard, the 10 yard, whatever penalty, 15 yard it is. The time's coming off the clock. So just make sure that they don't get the fucking ball. If you have to fucking trip them, hold them, tackle them. I don't care. Take the penalty. Hindsight's always 2020. All these armchair coaches out there are like, you should have done this. You should have done that. It's like, how do we know a, that this would have changed (laughs) the outcome of the game at all? We don't know. The squid would have ever thought 13 seconds was plenty of time. Well, exactly. Well, I don't know. Like to me, like a Tom Brady and a Patrick Mahomes, like, yeah, yes. Am I shocked for sure? But I'm not like, I am not out of this world. Like I'm sick of fucking hearing about it. Honestly, everybody who's like so freaked out about this. I'm like, 
well, then you must have really forgotten who Patrick Mahomes fucking is as a quarterback. <laughs> right. Because I think 13 seconds is plenty of fucking time for him, as it is for Tom Brady, as it is for stupid, annoying Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Like, that's well, my opinion. And the timeouts. I mean, that's huge, too. Like, for not like sure. they didn't that have is, any timeouts. Yes, that's a game changer, too. Yeah. But to me, I just love when people come out of the woodworks. And that's part of sports, right? You have oh, to yeah. talk about, like, what you do and whatever. But for the people that truly think that they could have done a better job coaching or something, I'm like, man, there's a reason you're not Andy Reed. There's a reason you're not Sean McDermott. Like, yeah, whatever. Which by the way, I don't really know a lot about Sean McDermott. I'll be straight up. I like him from at least the, at least from the view of like watching him on Sunday and like being the, yeah. the coach that he was he just seemed like he had this like energy and this enthusiasm for the team that really? I just really loved watching. And like, I don't know if I've just like never really paid attention before or didn't notice it before, or obviously we're in the playoffs now and it's different, but like, I don't know that I've ever really noticed it before. So like, if I said it last year, whatever, but like, I know nothing, but like, I feel like just by watching him, I know what kind of dynamic and what kind of like, culture he's bringing to the bills and I'm just into him. Like I am yeah. a fan of Sean McDermott. Me too. I think that's kind of also why I like him too. Cause I don't know a ton about him either, Yeah, but he kind of flies. No, I don't know that there's a ton to know. Like, I think he's bounced well, around like offensive. Like, 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 yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, he's just like under the radar, but he's a really good coach. And I feel like for whatever weird reason, he's like a perfect fit for the bills for some reason. I don't know yeah. why, like I felt that way. I just, I don't, and maybe it was more just, I wanted the bills to win so bad. And I felt like I could feel that too, with the coach, Yeah, you know, yeah. most coaches seem like a lot of them stand very like statute and like, don't make a, don't have a lot of emotion like, or the sport. Yeah. Right. And they just, you know, or they only have emotion when they're yelling at the ref, like, no, every play that his team went out there and did like, he's patting them on the back with them. Like, I don't know. I just loved his, his character and his enthusiasm yeah. for, for the game. So I just was like, I don't know. I was sold on him too, for some reason. Yeah. We stand for Sean McDermott. Yeah. I'm in, I'm in. I also thought it was very cool and respectable. Like as soon as like they got the word that like they officially won Mahomes, like immediately was running to find Josh Allen, like yeah. very class act, very stand up, like avoiding every and all people, yeah. including his own teammates, because yeah. he wanted to go like talk to Josh Allen, which I thought was super humbling and just like how it should be. And I love yeah. that. Well, and I love to see it too, because that's who Patrick Mahomes is not his yeah. little brother, yeah. not his, like all the drama around his fiance and his little, like that's who he is as a person, as a player. And I love to see that. And also he was like telling him, he's like, Hey man, we're going to be doing this a lot. Yeah. And it's like, no, it's really absolutely cool to true. think about like they're in it. So it's just like they're every day and blah, blah, yeah. blah. But like, that's really fucking dope that those two are like, they're going to see each other in the fucking playoffs so much. Oh, and yeah. both being in the AFC and like whatever, it's just, it's cool that we're also going to get to see that. They're just so young. It's fucking oh, insane. I know. And they're so good. I think on that note too, there's a lot of, I think a lot of people are talking about like, why is Patrick Mahomes getting so much hate? And I just feel like, I don't know that he's getting so much hate as the bills are getting love. And I think that just comes with, 
you've had success and they haven't. So I do think there's a little bit of like, because I think it's even come off on this podcast that like, I don't like Patrick Mahomes or don't like the chiefs. And I'm like, no, that's not it. I love Patrick Mahomes. I'm fine with the chiefs winning. I think Patrick Mahomes is a great guy. I just, they've recently won. So I'm much more going to like root for the bills. And like even going into the super bowl, like the chiefs of all the four teams left are like the most recent top dogs. So like, they're probably my least favorite to win in terms of like who I'm rooting for. Yeah, no, totally get that. And I know where you come are coming from because I know you, but I do think that there is some extra hate out there and only because I feel guilty myself as like the chiefs are my second team. They always have been. I've never not had that, Mm -hmm. but I do feel like this year with all the drama and everything around it, like I don't do well with that type of, I've already said like cocky people. I don't like get along well with. Right. So then when like, Jackson Mahomes is doing all these like disrespectful type shit. Right. That I like, those are people I don't follow. Like, I don't know who that is. Like I wouldn't even know who he was if he wasn't Patrick Mahomes's brother, but like other people on TikTok only know who Patrick Mahomes is because of Jackson Mahomes. Mm-hmm. But like, I do think that if I can say is my second team who's always been my second team that I've even been kind of like, why is this happening? Like, it's almost like this blame on him that yeah. doesn't belong there. People he love deserve them the blame. Together. Yeah. It's association. Right. Yeah. So, and that's, and that's not right. Like um, I, yeah, I just think, I think the majority of it is, I think the majority of it is like what I'm saying. I think people aren't hating on the chiefs as much as they're rooting for the bills because of the Bills situation. And they're just, they are the underdog here. Like, regardless that's just is what it is people love to root for an underdog and i'm one of those people now i do think i would be remiss to act like there aren't people who are hating on mahomes for just people being people but additionally people right. are lumping in the like the jackson mahomes stuff and people really don't like him and also like Brittany mahomes gets a lot of hate which i think a lot no, of it she sure. brings on herself But like, even with her spraying that champagne bottle at the end of the game, it was like, people are going nuts. Like, oh, if I was in the freezing cold, I'd be so pissed. And I'm like, I'm not here to speak for everyone. And I'm certainly wasn't at the game. So like, I don't fucking know, but I can't imagine there are many people in that moment, most of them being Chiefs fans who are like pissed about anything in that moment. They're all happy. They're all celebrating. It's all part of the fanfare. And I can speak for myself in saying if my man was the starting quarterback for a winning NFL team, God help us all. Exactly. I do not know how I would be acting and I'm embarrassed <laughs> to even think about it. Yeah. And agreed. that's not even an option. But yeah, I mean, I think there's majority of what you're saying, but I do think that there is a lot of yeah. unrealistic hate and weird shit going on just because they don't like and like i don't hate patrick mahomes at all i fucking love him I, yeah i, I don't do know get a how little annoyed can. yeah guilty by association and like again i would probably get along with britney just fine like i don't hate them either i just that's not my type of personality like the jackson yeah. mahomes shit yeah so i just like distance myself from like yeah i don't think shit, she deserves but... a lot of the hate like especially this weekend with the champagne yeah. stuff that shit's out of control I do think that like her takes on Twitter are a lot 
after every game, she's always like blaming the so refs much. and this and that. And I'm like, I, I just can't with that, but whatever you do, you boo. Like that's, if that's your prerogative, I mean, that's your prerogative. Like I, live your life. I agree with you because at the end of the day, like she's protecting her man. Yeah. Like she is protecting standing by her, her man. Yes. So I'm like, <laughs> on one hand, it's super cringy because I just, yeah, ex- I am not that pub. I'm not a public figure. So like, even if yeah. I did tweet shit, nobody's seeing that. I have like 12 followers on Twitter. No exaggeration. <laughs> but she is doing what she's doing. And I right. commend her for that. And is it my personality? No. But who am I to judge her for like, yes. all of that? And that's the best way to put it is using the, the word. It's cringy. I don't hate it. Cringy. I don't care. It's just when I read it, I'm like, oh, like it's like, yeah. oh, my God, stop. So like, yes, that's to me. She has a lot of cringeworthy tweets. And I almost commend her and respect her for being able to like continue tweeting and getting the hate. Yeah. yeah it's like good, good, good on you, man. Like, no shit. but that's my only thing with her. Other than that, I think she's getting a lot of like, like undeserved Unnecessary. shit yeah, talk sure. about, especially like with the champagne. I'm like, come on. They like, won so- that game in the fashion that they did. I don't think anyone gave a fuck that they had champagne thrown on them. I agree, but I will say I did see that. I didn't see any of the hate because I haven't been on social media since like last Friday, but I did see that like video. Mm -hmm. And I just remember being like, I don't think anybody's paying attention. Like my bitch ass would be right underneath her. I'd be like, Brit, right here. Yeah, exactly. Right here. Yeah. Like, I mean, that bitch was just pumped. She was like, I got this champagne and I'm going to pop this bottle. Absolutely. Like, in her defense, and a lot of people are saying, like, I can't believe you would, you know, do that after the, like, this game. Like, you still have the divisional game and the Super Bowl, like, or the championship, whatever. That was, no. And, and to me, I'm just like, do you guys remember how the Chiefs started this fucking season? Do you remember that atrociousness? Right. Like, they have something to celebrate for. Yeah, and I, honestly, it, in a normal circumstance, I would probably agree with that take a little bit more. The well, difference is that it. was the Super Bowl. I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> yeah. That, there is no game that we are going to watch that's going to be better than that this season or next totally season agree. or probably 10 seasons from now at least. Like that game literally to me a probably decided generally the Super Bowl. Now, like there, but I just like, that was the matchup. Like there's no matchup yeah. that's going to be better than what we just watched. So in yeah. essence, like I'm really okay with the champagne bottle pop. Like I am Yeah, I, like you win that honestly, game, you deserve champagne. Yeah, I agree too. Also shout out to whoever created the meme. It might've been NFL memes, but I don't know. That was like, okay, congrats. Thanks to everyone else who came out. The Super Bowl this year is now just going to be a seven game series between the Bills and uh, the Bills and the Chiefs, which is literally what we should do. Like, how do we petition for that? I'll vote. Yeah. Yeah. Like, can somebody just like make that happen? Like, let's just do that anyway. I know. That'd be wild. (laughs) Yeah. It it was so good. Thank you. Yes. Thank you, football gods. whatever yeah oh that was the literal definition of sports porn it was it was Mm -hmm. porn yeah hell yeah um anything else on that or that game in particular i think that'll kind of wrap it up um in terms of gambling it's so hilarious or not hilarious but this is just so me 
Last week I went five and zero against the spread, and this week I went zero and four against the spread. So it's just like, <laughs> of course, but it's my own fault. And like I kind of talked about, there's a few games that I just feel like I picked those games, and I still don't think I picked the wrong play. It just like it was they so stupid the way it way. ended that like it just is what it is. Which I'll, I know is the dumbest statement of all time, but like I just no, I feel it. that way. But <laughs> thankfully, I also took the over and the Bills Chiefs and like a couple other like side. Uh, well, last week I actually doubled down on all my spreads because I not only went game, I did half time, I did half first half as well, okay. and they all won. So, like, I really did well last week. This week, I only bet the spread, and then I only did the over in the Bills Chiefs. And then, other than our, you know, second wild parlay that did not win, oh, I, know. I, yeah, I went 0 4, which I, I also should have known because all favorites won last week except the Cowboys, which is the one play I stayed away from. So I yeah. should have known the favorites were or the underdogs were going to be heavy this week. But which you did say, you did say this is probably going to happen. I know, I know. But when I looked at the games, I just felt like the only underdog I liked after doing my whole like analytical whatever. I, the only underdog I liked was the Bills. The other ones I just didn't feel like. It was going to happen and I was dead wrong. So whatever, but, um, it's what it is. apparently Jamar chase will never score again. Like <laughs> I keep <laughs> putting him on that parlay and it just keeps not working. Um, it's but just funny. Cause I'm like, every is. time we make these, like anytime touchdown parlays, which we're going to do again. Yeah. Um, it's like, I just am like Jamar chase has to, and then it's like, Nope. <laughs> um, well, Conference championships are Sunday. We've got Bengals Chiefs Sunday at 2, 49ers Rams Sunday at 5.30, so just immediately following, basically. The the Bengals are a plus 7 against the Chiefs, which is like the biggest trap of all time. Yeah, um, trap. So much of me, again, like wants to take the Bengals, and it's like kind of the same thing as last week, but I just am not falling for that trap. I'm going to take the Chiefs. Cause I can die knowing that I lost that bet by taking the chiefs. Yeah. If I take the Bengals and the chiefs, like murder them, I will never live with myself. And as much as I would love for the Bengals to win this game and move on, I just have to take the chiefs there again, not the official play, but I don't see that changing. I mean, well, I'm certainly more tempted on this game than I am. The next game, the next game is 49ers Rams and the 49ers are plus three and a half as the underdog. And I am Rams. Yeah. Three and a half. So I'm Rams all day, every day there. But again, that's me in my mindset, just thinking that the 49ers are like somehow going to fumble their way through this game to survive, but I could be wrong there too. I just feel a lot more confident about the Rams pick. I might do like a chiefs Rams money line parlay. Cause I just feel mm-hmm. like the Chiefs and the Rams are at least going to win. And that's kind of a an, an alternative to take when you are too scared to lay the points with the Chiefs. Because seven is a lot of points. I mean, that yeah, it, is. it is hard, especially in the playoffs. But I don't know. Find my official picks on our social media, specifically Twitter. Yeah, I feel like it's going to be a Chiefs-Rams Super Bowl, but... Yeah, I feel the same way. But I still think it would be cool if it wasn't. <laughs> 
I mean, I would love the Bengals to have some success for sure. I don't really care about the 49ers. No, I don't think they have the team. Yeah, I just, I'm opinion, not rooting for them, the but yeah. I just think that it'll be Chiefs Rams. And I think the Rams might give them more for their money than people will expect, but I we'll wait and not know. jump too far ahead there. Yeah. Uh, before we get out of here, I think we're running a little long, but Sean Payton out of the Saints, big news today. I wanted to bring up just, Real quick before we go, I have not gotten a chance to sit down and read into any of this other than the fact that he is out after 16 years. Well, all I saw, I heard him talking, but pretty much all he was saying is that he's retiring and he thanks everybody for everything and he doesn't really know what move he's going to make yet. Well, he says he definitely has like he's not leaving football, which leaves that open to is he going to go coach somewhere else, even if it's like. So here's the thing. Mm -hmm. So I know there's rumors of him going to the bears. I also know that there's rumors of Cowboys because, which I think all just basically at the end of the day, that's stemming from the fact that Jerry Jones used to coach for us. Well, he used to coach for us, but Jerry Jones apparently has, has, and always has been very vocal about loving Sean Payton and wanting Sean Payton to come to the Cowboys. The one that got away. Yes, very much so. I mean, other than Jimmy Johnson, which we all know that to be true. Jerry, not so much, but. Well, um, well, he did admit. I know, but yeah, finally after 20,000 years. However, I heard another interesting rumor, and I actually think that the person that I heard this from would have connections that might know, is that he apparently got some like mega, mega deal with Amazon to be a commentator, Mm -hmm. which makes a lot of fucking sense. So I don't know what's true. I don't know what's not true, but I do know that like, I definitely don't blame him for wanting out at the saints. I know they have like major salary cap issues on who plans to take on more streams for NFL. So that to me makes a lot of sense. Um, anyway, that's all I have. What else? Um, I think that's it for me. Okay. Well, this has been a wonderful podcast recapping the best (laughs) football weekend of all time this will go down in the history books i'm sure people will reference this podcast when wanting to learn more about the greatest games there ever was so no doubt thank you all for joining us as always please like subscribe follow rate us five stars give us a review add us on twitter hit us up let's talk football let's talk sports that's it that's all i got Goodbye. See you later. Women can't. Women can't. Women can't. Women can't parlay.